everybody episode 20 is here and i'm about to sit down with katrina who also goes by ninny she is the host of a youtube channel called ninny's thoughts which is all about the grieving process and the hardship that she experienced with the loss of her boyfriend at a very young age i am just super impressed by everything she has put out thus far and who she is as a person Um, Once you hear her talk and her energy and her personality, you will understand exactly why I love her so much and admire her so much. Let's get this fucking party started, which is a weird way to introduce a podcast that's about to be about grieving. But in ninny nature, I will just roll with the fucking punches and we're just going to use this as our intro. So here she is. Listen carefully. Okay, now we're good. Okay. Oh, what good. about swearing? Oh, fuck, you can say whatever okay, you want. thank God. All Anything right. is game. We don't All have, right. like, a sponsor or anything, so yeah. we don't have anyone <laughs> to our press. There's no copyright issues or yeah. whatever. And people are like, it's a podcast, but I'm filming this for my own YouTube channel, so. Yeah, yeah this is the very, this is the first. That. This yeah. is the first, guys. Yeah, we're yeah. filming, and um, it's in a makeshift studio right now, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. this is a new thing for us. Yeah. In the Lemonso Studios. Yeah. It's a uh, temporary space. Anyways, yeah. okay, <laughs> we'll do the actual podcast. So I just want to start... I want you to tell your story. Mm-hmm. What brought you to doing the YouTube channel? Mm-hmm. What happened? Okay. Um, I guess I should first say because because we're talking about grief. Yes. Um, I have a very bubbly personality, and I'm also one that cuts to comic relief very quickly. So if anybody is listening to this and thinks I'm being a little bit too jovial, that's just like my way of coping with things. So when things get a little tough, I'll be the first one to crack a joke. Um, so I'm not trying to take this situation lightly and, uh, yeah, I just have to preface with that because some no, people that's get, good. Can, can be offended. Like, no yeah. one's ever expressed that to me before, but some people can be offended by that. So, yep. um, basically what happened was, uh, in 2014, I was very lucky, um, <laughs> very lucky like most people aren't on tinder because back in 2014 tinder was like oh 2014 tinder. 2014 tinder was like real-time tinder where you were like meeting people and you were like dating real time like oh. it wasn't like the hookup like right. culture that it is today but uh i was on there swiping around um swiped i was like oh, maybe this guy looks cool i don't know and like <laughs> swiped out. yes on him yeah we'll find out swiped yes on him and that was the beginning of january 2014 and um we ended up um, his name was Michael, and we, you know, started chatting. We texted, we phone called each other for like a month before we actually met, and that was February thirteenth. And then from there, this very beautiful relationship started. The first time I had ever been in love, the first time anybody ever loved me, the first time for mostly like anything in my life to be in such like an unconditional like loving relationship like that, and it was beautiful. It was the best relationship. I, you know, could have ever had at yep. that moment. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, we were, like, building our life together and thinking about future things and progressing and growing as humans and, like, totally supportive of each other. And then by the end of November 2014, he passed away very suddenly and unexpectedly um, in a car fire. And then from there, my world went into a tailspin. And, um, yeah. Uh, became supremely depressed, became all the things that, you know, people my age uh, don't 
you know, it's, it, I don't even know how to describe it. It was just shit. <laughs> it was just fucking shit. Really. It was, it was the worst. And going through that process, well, yeah, it taught me a lot about me. It taught me a lot about just life in general. Um, but what I noticed going through that is that I was constantly researching, trying to figure out, okay, well, how do I get better? Okay. Like I realized, okay, I lost, like I was trying to think of it as a very like practical thing yeah. where it was like, okay, this happened. Cause I think I was just, that was my way of coping at the time. Like how old were you? Um, 2014, I was 25, 25. Wow. Yeah. Mid twenties. Um, so like my coping me- mechanism was to take the emotion out. Okay. Yeah. This happened. And now what's next? And like, where can we go? And let's get ourselves better and da 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 da. And like, it's going to be quick and simple. Okay. He's gone. And then it's just like, no, like that's dumb. Like you can't mm-hmm. like looking back, like I know why I was thinking that way at the time, but like, it's just, ugh. yeah, because it wasn't so what things. it was going to actually work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, you fool yourself into thinking a lot of things when you're grieving mm-hmm. and every single one of them is complete fucking bullshit. Um, <laughs> until you like actually face the fact. So but do you think that's part of the grieving process? Oh, 110%. Cause your mind is like, if you let in all the feelings that you were feeling when it happens, mm-hmm. like you would crumble. You yeah. would absolutely crumble. So that's was one of those like mental blocks yeah. in my mind that yeah. I was like, okay, we need just to turn stay it upright, off. just turn right. it off and yeah. like, whatever. So what I realized when I was researching about like, okay, how to um, deal with the death of a boyfriend, I couldn't find anything uh, coming from any perspective from a grieving girlfriend. Everything was more so directed to grieving widows. Okay. And I just thought, well, this is shitty. Like my relationship was still real. Yes. It was still very much real. Mm-hmm. Like I, we love the shit out of each other. Like, just because we weren't married doesn't mean it was an invalid relationship. And um, so I just, I had it in my mind then that it was like, okay, let's one day I should make a YouTube video, like chronically my experiences and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So um, when I was well enough, (laughs) because I was in a grief coma for a solid two years after. um, And then even when you start coming out of that, like things are still cloudy. So it wasn't until earlier this year that I was like, okay, we're going to do this. And like, I have a film background, like, you know, and I have equipment already. Like I can easily do this. It may not look the greatest or whatever, but let's just get it out there. So, um, what was like the, what was the moment that you're like, okay, fuck this. Like I need to do, just do it. Cause that's like, there's a lot of time of of, like from thinking you're the start of it and then like actually putting it you know, into fruition. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I don't know if there's any like one moment, but there's just like a bunch of like little moments that lead up to it. Cause it's like, again, I had the first thought like during my first year and getting really frustrated finding like nothing that I could read that was like, Oh, here's what, here's what a girlfriend did one time. Yeah. And even if I did find an article or something online, it was just an article. And by the end it was like, but now uh, a year later I'm dating somebody and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, bitch, Motherfucker, I ain't dating after a year. Like I thought I wasn't going to date ever, ever. again. Yeah. So I don't give a fuck that you found somebody. I'm not doing that with my life. So yeah. mm, it's not my article. No. Um, obviously now my, my thoughts on that have changed, but the moment where I was just like, okay, get it done. Um, my friend needed somebody to sublet her apartment. And uh, I realized that I'm somebody that like, when I want to do something, I'm very private about it first. Okay. And then I'll tell people after oh, I've done it. After you've like done some research yeah. and it out, maybe filmed a little yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly. So I didn't do anything for a very long time. And then I didn't want to film because I still live at home with my parents. Yep. And I didn't want to film anything um, and have them like be creeping around trying to yeah, hear it. It's like very I'm different. Very, yeah. I'm yes. like, this is my thing. Don't listen to it until I release it. And then exactly. You, can, you know. Yep. So yeah, a friend of mine needed somebody to sublet her apartment for a few months. And I was like, yeah, for sure. Like I'll do it. And, uh, and so during those two months, that's when I like started filming and yeah. And then from that point on, it was once a week, a video was coming out on some topic of whatever. Awesome. Yeah. I want to go back just a little bit, just mm-hmm. to touch on the topic of, 
other people in life, you said your parent, mm-hmm. we were just talking about living with your parents, um, just about the experience of other people and their reactions and their comments and mm-hmm. um, their experience with you mm-hmm. having lost someone. What is some advice for people that know someone that is going through a grieving process? You know, what are the right ways and appropriate ways mm-hmm. to be supportive? Are mm-hmm. there right ways? Mm-hmm. Is it, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's, I just, I'm like, it's different for everyone, it but is. there's got to yeah. be some you know, foundation. Absolutely. Yeah, I think there is. And I feel like it's a tough question to answer because it's tough to say what's right and what's wrong because every situation is different. Every True. every person is different. But I guess when you do boil that down to it, it's, it's grief in general. Um, I feel like... I suppose com- a lot you know, of, coming from your experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like for me, when things were happening... Hmm... Did you feel like no one understood? Yeah, for sure. I felt like nobody understood. I felt like, you know, I just wanted to lay in bed all day. And my mom would come in like, no, you at least have to sit up. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm not sitting up today. Sorry, mom. And like they and if they did want me to sit up, they would physically have to move me because I didn't have enough strength in me to do it because I wasn't eating because I was depressed. Like I would literally have to be like force fed <laughs> um, because that's that's my thing when I'm depressed. I don't eat. That's how that's that's my reaction. To yeah. It. So you know, I was losing weight a lot, but like in terms of like people saying things to me, I feel like if you've never, and it's really shitty because I don't think somebody would have to go through this to really understand how to handle or just show some compassion. Right. So I guess when people were dealing with me, I was just more so like astonished at the lack of compassion that was coming from some people Mm. because it's just, all you have to do is literally think, what would I what would I want or not what I want, but like, how would I feel if I was in her shoes? Yes. I feel like, and you've already started yourself on a great, um, direction to understand like what to do next. Like I had people come in and I had somebody come in and they were just like, you need to, it was like maybe a month afterwards. And it was like, you need to forget about it and you need to like move on already and just get a job at a factory and just start moving on with your life. Like, what are you doing? What? Yeah. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> it's one of those moments where I look back on it oh, now and I'm oh, like, "Girl, yeah, Trina had some restraint that day." Like, you know, sorry, that was a peak in the audio. Um, but oh, fuck. yeah, so it's and people like to say like, "Let it go," and if you love them, let it go. And it's like, mm. Mm, I don't know if you've ever been through something like this before, but if I let it go, I will crumble. Yeah, and like I will not like I will not exist. I will anymore. not exist anymore. Yeah. Like you know, like when I so. I, so side note tangent. Yeah. Uh, I started like my friend got me this like, yoga package afterwards yes. to like do all that. Yes. And it was like I fucking hated it. I Girl, thought, we're on the same page. I, yeah. Mm. When I first started doing yoga, I was like, this is fucking bullshit. And here's all the fucking reasons why. And every yoga can kiss my fucking ass about it. Like I fucking hated it. When did w- when did you start doing yoga like in your like afterwards? Like was this um, recent or was this like a couple years ago? It was no, it was it was like shortly after everything happened. Like, okay. In the so Michael passed at the end, kind of near the end of 2014, and then 2015, my friend got me this like yoga package okay. and and whatnot. So it was it was like six months, say later, yeah, within. within the six months. And uh, you know when they and just like take a deep breath in and just let it go. And like I'm like I am sitting in a fucking beginner's class of yoga. What the fuck you mean when you tell me you let it go? First of all, and bitch, you don't want to see me let it go. Like, do you want me to disrupt this class right now? Like, obviously they don't know what I'm going through, but I'm just like this whole yeah, let it go. Yeah. Anyways, what was your question again? <laughs> No, this no. You, we don't even ever have to go back to the question. That's the beautiful thing ap- about this. I don't want it to be an interview, right? Like it's yeah. a conversation. Let's just yeah. fucking chat. Okay. Yeah. All right. No. Yeah. Because so, it's yeah, so some true. Some people are just assholes. Yes. Uh, yeah. At the end of the day. Shocker. So yeah, shocker. Some people just suck, 
and they're assholes. And I would say if you know somebody that's going through this right now, like, yeah, you can do your best to help, but sometimes helping does just look like you sitting there with them. Mm -hmm. Sometimes helping is just sending them a text message with a heart in it. Sometimes helping is like you going over and like, oh, you're tired? That's fine. I'm going to make you a sandwich right now and Mm -hmm. we're going to try to eat something today, you know, because I had to have those people in my life that were doing that for me and because I didn't want to eat, you know, I didn't want to. I remember like my... My kumare, kind of like a, an Italian like grandmother. Okay. Uh, no, I'm sorry, uh, godmother. Uh, she came in one day with like a slice of pizza and like some grapes, and she's like, "I was eating the grapes," and she's like, "No, no, no, the grapes didn't give you acid. Now you have to have pizza now." And like whatever, like she was like Aww. trying to get me to eat and whatever. And um, there's just like so many like little things that you can do for somebody. And actually, somebody just sent me a message recently saying like, "I know somebody that's just lost her husband." Like when you were going through this initially, like what were some of the gestures that you appreciated? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, "Wow!" Like for somebody to ask that question, I think just shows a lot about who they are as a person. But I think that's a question like you can definitely you should be asking. So like it's a hard question to ask and it's a hard question to answer, but. Some of the gestures were like, yeah, my friend getting me off a group on that yoga class package. Like, hey, let's try to do this. Like, yeah. I didn't I didn't want to take photos anymore. My camera was something I wasn't picking up. And the same friend got me this, like, again, off a group on this, like, oops, sorry, um, this online uh, photography class, like, just to try to inspire me again. Yeah. And um, I had a friend that um, she didn't print off a photo of, like, me and him, but she got me this, like, canvas with a guitar on it because Mike was a musician, and she's like, I figure you have a bunch of photos of him, and just, like, here's just, like, something that could be up that's, you know, in your house that you can look at and, you know, whatever, and have a happy thought, and I was like, that's amazing, like, um... Sounds like you have a, like, really good group of people mm -hmm, around you, actually. mm -hmm. I mean, sprinkled in with some assholes here and there. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I had, like, somebody also, like, on the day of, because it happened unexpectedly. Okay. And he was young. Yeah. Um, and so when that happens, when there's no history of illness or like them being 107 years old it's immediately like the rumors start to fly about how yeah. it happened and yeah. and whatnot and I had somebody sit on my bed the day it happened and look at me and go I got a message from somebody like saying that uh people are saying that it's like suicide it wasn't that was it and I was like the day that that <laughs> that it happened, the day it happened. Because it happens super late at night. Okay. So, like, you know, you you go to bed and you go back to – try to go back to bed in the morning. And then when you wake up, everyone's over at the oh, house because, the you oh. know, news had broke at that point. And I – she was a friend at the time. And I was just like, what is – Wrong with you. What is wrong with you? Like, do you not get the severity of the situation? Wow. Like, wow. this is the human I was supposed to spend the rest of my life with. And they're not here anymore. Yeah. And you're going to sit there and Have tell the me the fucking rumors that are going around? Yeah. Thanks for that. Yeah. Like, so it's just, uh, yeah, there's a lot of dumb things people can say. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know what to say, don't say anything. Yeah. Just don't. Yeah. Just be there. Yeah, Offer a smile. Give somebody a fucking hug. Yeah. And that's like, that's it. Like, go with the, and I get awkward at funerals and stuff like that when I go through the line and it's like, what the fuck do I say? And it's just like, you know what? My condolences. I'm so sorry. And like. There would be times I look at people and I get nervous and I'm like, you look gorgeous today. I just want to say your makeup looks amazing. I've That's done such that a you thing. I could 1,000% see you doing that. I'm not even joking. Because I just get yeah. so nervous uh, and yeah. I'm just like, I feel like people expect me to know what to say yes. because I have my YouTube channel. And I'm just like, I really, I'm, I'm making it up as I go along, yeah. really. Or it's just not making That's it up. That's what but like, an interesting just, thing, like, to go you to you have to and people are like out. thinking, oh, man, that, wow, that's, yeah. You have to figure it out. So, like, when people ask me, like, from your point of view, like, what did, what were some of the things? I guess those were some of the things. Just, and just don't, 
I mean, the whole idea of like letting it go and move on is so fucking bullshit to me. Like, like that's like, you know, to those people that have said that, like, okay, like, and if you're watching this or listening to this right now, like, you know, just, you know, educate yourself a little bit. It's not the thing to say. It's not ever the thing to say. Mm -hmm. It's, um, you know, imagine somebody close to you passing away. Like if your mother or father or sister or brother or somebody close to you passed away, would you forget about that person? Would you forget what they taught you? Would you take all the photos down in your house of them? Would you delete all the photos off of Facebook? Would you, you know, never think or talk about them again? Mm -hmm. No, you wouldn't. You would keep those photos up. You would still talk about them. You would still do all those things. Just are no longer physically there. You would still remember it, you know, and, and take that with you. So the let it go, move it on. You can move forward. I would say, yeah. You can move forward from it. Mm -hmm. You're not going to move on. That's like, you know... And we're going to shut this and we're just going to leave, leave it, it there. there. Lock it up tight. <laughs> Never open it again. Throw yeah. away the key. Yeah. You know, like, no. Yeah. So how has your experience changed in your, in your process? I have, I have another friend who has had lost a parent mm-hmm. and I see her post often. Mm-hmm. Um, and she does not a similar thing, but she has an Instagram mm-hmm. um, in the same realm. Mm-hmm. You grieve. There's like, it's still with you every mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every single day. How are, how are you still healing and dealing with yeah. it, like, each day five years later? Um, yeah, I'm a lot better now than I was, like, five years ago. Almost five years ago now. Um, now it's uh, – that's tough. Like, when it first happened, yeah, I was I, – I went to counseling. Yes. Did that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I still, like – yeah, so initially it was counseling I that I didn't want to go to because, like, when you – admit that you have to go to counseling you're also admitting that that person is actually really gone and that's really hard to do just to admit out loud right the first step is acceptance or the first step is denial or something like that and yeah whatever those steps are semi-bullshit as well but um we'll get into that we'll get there (laughs) um but yeah so like and I was it was my parents that brought it up with me because they had somebody speak to them because they had a daughter that went through something similar that I think I went to high school with yeah I went to high school with her um and it was like you know she said it really helped her yeah. and whatever. And then I had a close member of the family, my Kumari again, who had lost her husband when I was in high school. And I remember when she walked in my room, I was like, how did you do it? How did you get better? I needed to know like immediately. And that was like the day one as well. Like, um, but counseling, counseling was the best thing. It was, I did an individual at Canadian Mental Health Association mm-hmm. before I moved on to like group therapy or group counseling. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're in that for like a few weeks. And then if like you wanted to go back, I guess I would just have to mess- message my counselor or something like that. I'm not yeah. really sure. Yeah. Cause I never went back afterwards, but like, I still see the girls that, um, so you did group therapy after you did individual. Yeah. For how long did you do group therapy? Group therapy was, it was a, f- it was a few weeks. I want to say like, hmm. Over a month. Yeah. Maybe two. Maybe it was eight week thing. Did you prefer one form of therapy over the other? Or did they give you different things? Like, or um, did you not like one and like the other? Well, the individual, they do that, I think, mostly to assess you, to okay. see where you're at. Okay. And then I actually didn't do individual as long as I as uh, they normally do it, only because she wanted me to get into the group I was in, because there's a lot of other younger okay. people in that in that um, group that she was doing. And so she's just my counselor, um, whose name is Christine McMillan. Shut <laughs> she's up. no longer with Canadian Mental Health Association. She, she like branched out, does on her own now. Okay. She was really great. Um, she just said, you know, go to the first one. And if that works out for you, then we'll keep going. If yeah. not, we'll bring you back to individuals. I just know that there's other younger people in this that, yeah. Um, yeah. Cause again, they were all married. 
And so I just, again, felt like, well, what if they look at me like I'm less than and whatever. So I was like nervous for a lot of other reasons as well. Um, After that, yoga, like I said, thought it was fucking total bullshit until I did it on my own. And it just... That until is, you did it on your own. Until I did it okay. on my own. Yeah, like yeah. at home in your house? Yeah. Okay. In my room with the door shut. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then um, I was doing like painting classes because I'm I'm a pretty artistic type yeah. of person. So yep. sometimes I would ha- like go to the dollar store, spend 10 bucks on canvases and paints and whatever and paint for a few. Uh, journaling um, was a huge thing for me. I got hyper spiritual because I did grow up Catholic, but yes. like good for you, Catholic church. You're doing nothing for me right now. I'm, <laughs> why Look did you do that? Cause then also it's just like, fuck you, God. Like, yeah. you know, what's, what's that about, man? Yeah. Um, so where did your spirituality go? And was it like, I want to ask almost like what brought you to that? Obviously I know the reason why, but I guess mm-hmm. more of it's like, did you realize the 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 Catholicism wasn't helping, and then were like wanted yeah. to look elsewhere, or was it had you had like an interest in spirituality before? Oh, for sure. Okay. Oh yeah, I'm okay. that person that's like, and the horoscope today is, you know, like, <laughs> and oh, you were born what day, you know, like whatever. I actually, um, when we first met, remember we were at um, Caitlin's parents' house party. In oh, the backyard, yeah. and you astrology oh and drinks, God. and you were making drinks yes, like with my your signs and, and shit. Thing. Yes, yeah, because yes. that was a school project at the time. Oh, yes, God. yes. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Um, I became <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So I was already that person. Um, but uh, oh, that was actually after it all happened as well. But anyways, yeah, I was already that person. Doesn't matter. Um, but I became super obsessed with what happens after we die and where does our soul go? And like, I believe in mediums and and spiritual people like that, one hundred and ten percent. Because I, I don't believe that when we die, nothing happens. We're on the same page. Okay. And there's mm-hmm. a universe. Something's out there. Our souls do some things. But I don't know what it is fully, but they do yeah. things. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, became like, I was reading a book called You Are a Medium. And I just wanted to know, like, I wanted to hear from, her name's Sherry Dillard. Um, I wanted to read that book because she talked about, one of the chapters she talked about, like, what happens after we pass and each chapter, I think, was dedicated to different scenarios. So there was a chapter on, like, if if somebody had committed suicide, what their soul, like, thinks afterwards. And if somebody passed through, like, addiction, what their soul is working on afterwards. So okay. it was kind of set up like that. So everything in each chapter was her in a session with somebody chronicling, like, what the messages that were coming through and the questions that they were wow, asking okay. and stuff. So, yeah. So, I just became super obsessed. So, like, I, w- I was reading things like that and researching things like that because I was like, okay, but where did he go? Yeah. And I'm going to see him again, right? Like, yeah. when I die one day, he's going to be there. Like, yeah. what is he going to be reincarnated? And, like, what if I die, he's not there because he's already reincarnated oh in, like, God. another human body. And, like, if I really practice this, will I be able to, like, reach the spiritual realm one day and have a conversation with him and see him again? And, like... Because you do everything you can to try to bring that person back. Yeah. You know, and that's really, I like nosedived into spirituality that way. Yeah. And then from there became like super involved in crystals. And yeah. I'm one of those people. Yes. Wearing some right now. <laughs> and then um, I um, I started like, my own little jewelry company at one point. I do remember yeah, that. Yeah. The yes. Atlantean Apothecary. That yes. was me. Um, because, yeah, I was I had a mental breakdown one day and I was just angry at the world and I couldn't anymore. And I was like, Ma, I got to quit my job. It's that's the that's where it's coming from right yeah. now. That's where it's 
whatever. So I did that. And then for six months, I did my jewelry company. And then um, I started seeing a mindfulness coach. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he's so great. So he's based out of Stratford. Okay. Um, and what I, made you go to Stratford? Like just Because it was a family reference? connection. Okay. So reference. I had a, one of my cousins, uh, you know, she was telling me about it because he deals, so mindfulness coach, so he deals with people that with like stress and anxiety and depression and stuff like that. Yep. And a little stress, anxiety, yeah. depression. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Present and accounted for. <laughs> um, so yeah, and she said, you know what, he really helped me and blah, blah, blah. And because I was already in that spiritual realm and like mindfulness is, I think is totally a part of that as well. Um, I, in my mind, it's all kind of grouped in one big universal yeah. thing. Um, so me and another friend decided to go up one day and like, yeah, so he is really great at, um, I guess he, he used to live in Windsor and moved okay. to Stratford. So that's how okay. my, co- my cousin even, even knew about him. Okay. And that's why she went to go see him initially. So he was, uh, yeah, he's still somebody I see. And uh, it's like that in and of itself. Like what, what would be the types of things that he, you know, teaches you or mm-hmm. talks to you about? Like what is that, pro- like what mm-hmm. is the process of like going to yeah. a mindfulness coach? Yeah, fair. And I feel like right now it's like, you know, it's just about like he keeps me very mindful. And it's like, bitch. <laughs> Okay, if I can talk real, what the fuck is mindful? Like, it's just like, so when I start feeling stress and anxiety, it's like, okay, Katrina, like, don't give it a story. Just acknowledge that it's there. Mm. That's, I think, what mindfulness comes down to. You're not thinking about the past. You're not thinking about the future. It's like, okay, so don't give it a story. If you feel anxiety in this moment, take a moment, take a breather, be like, yes, I feel anxiety. It's okay that I'm feeling this anxiety. Um, and it's just about a- acknowledging what's happening in front of you. Like right now. Right now. Yeah. And so he's really great in that, okay, so obviously you're feeling this anxiety because of the situation. And if we boil it down, it's because you lost Mike. Yeah. And he's, it's, I don't even know how to describe it. Um, and I really want to describe it really well right now because I feel like being mindful is one of those like happy words these days yeah, that like I'm like trendy. I hate that I'm a part of this but it yeah, fucking but it, works but it's, it's the same word as like gratitude and oh being my god it, I want to puke is. when I hear the word gratitude I know sometimes. but it's it's a buzzword but it's a thing it's a thing it's a and thing. it's a real thing and it works yeah 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 I know I know just like yoga I thought is it was bullshit the, yeah, it works exactly. it works exactly. but um yeah it's just about so <sighs> Being mindful, too, obviously keeps you in the moment, but he also teaches you that, okay, if you're feeling anxiety in this moment, he kind of helps you realize what your triggers are. So okay. you kind of almost backtrack a little bit to, not a little bit, you do backtrack to hit that like one point yeah. in your past that you have to work with and allowing yourself the time to work with it. Mm-hmm. Because unless you feel that emotion and you, then you're not going to process it. Yes. Unless you allow yourself to feel it, you're not going to process it. Mm-hmm. So it's about like going to that like trigger moment because he describes it as, he's like, it's like you have a, a, a dynamite in a box buried in your backyard. If if you don't, if you just leave it there and you don't do anything with it, it's going to, the you know, it's going to boom, explode one day. Yeah. So right now you have to go back in that trigger. Yeah, you have to dig up that dirt again, mm-hmm. but you're going to get to that box eventually and you're going to stop that dynamite from exploding. Yeah. So it's about kind of going back so you can release yourself of these like maybe old stories that keep moving, that keep with well, it's you. Like tra- it's like trauma, and... right? Like the trauma that you exactly. experienced from your childhood or your youth yeah. or whatever affects you as an mm-hmm. adult. Oh yeah. And I will go out on a limb and say most people don't deal with their dynamite. Yeah. No. 
they just it's, they it's buried so yeah. like why and they bother put a flower bed on top of it and they assume <laughs> yeah. that all their other issues are related yeah. to other things like yeah. their job yeah. or someone else or yeah. this that or the yeah. other thing and i'm like yeah. man go bury that shit up yeah you gotta deal with yeah. it yeah it's yeah. fucking hard i it think it's like hard. easy and to say what, right yeah it's totally easy it's yeah. easier to say harder to do and i'm not saying i'm like the fucking poster child no. for it or that i've no. mastered this because i definitely fucking haven't because there's yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure there's things in my backyard that are still buried, yeah. but, you know, it's... But it's about, yeah. like, being, <laughs> being mindful, mindful of the fact that you have... Yeah. They have it. It's just, yeah. like, actively working on those things. Yeah. And I think, like, not our generation or, like, you know, this realm, this field or whatever, mm-hmm. may, like, has just made me think more and more and more about it. And, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I'm not fucking perfect at it. Mm-hmm. And I haven't buried mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. or unburied... Unburied? Dug it up. Dug it up. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't dug it all up yeah. yet. Yeah. yeah. But, like, yeah. knowing that I do want to mm-hmm. and, like, I, I know I need to mm-hmm. and going through the things that you I've already yeah. done, it, like, yeah, it fucking sucks. Yeah. But, like, yeah. it also fucking sucks yeah. to suck when you don't do yeah, it. Yeah, it's <laughs> so, true. So, like, and pick your battle. Yeah, it's true. And, like, there's sometimes I'm sitting with him and I'm just, like, and I'll be talking about whatever's going on, and then I'll be like, oh, but I guess I have to, like, go back to that one thing, because if I don't, then the whole thing. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, cool. Thanks. And he's just like, he's just like, exactly, Katrina, because it's easier, but, like, you have to do the hard yeah. stuff, or this same problem is going to keep coming up and coming up and coming up if you don't deal with it. Yeah. And that's, yeah. So that's, having a mindfulness coach kind of keeps you, it's like having... It's like having like a teacher as well, like somebody that calls you out on your bullshit. Yeah. That's just like, oh, really? You, you thought you could do that one thing, yeah. but you haven't figured out the lesson over here yet? Oh, really? You tried to go two steps ahead, now you're five back? I wonder how that happened. Oh. I wonder if you just listened to me and worked on your shit, maybe you wouldn't be here, you know? So, but he's great. He's really like, he, he talks and he'll swear and he'll like, he's just like so blunt and he yeah. just, he's like, uh, he keeps you accountable. And yeah. that's, that's Do you see him, him. Uh, like in person only or is it like an online um, relationship p- as well? Phone call or okay. in person. Cool. Yeah. I try to go up, you know, when I can and when the schedule allows because going to Stratford is a day event. Yes. Um, but otherwise, sometimes we'll schedule a phone call and, and then I just e-transfer him. And, yeah. You know, yeah. get the whole thing. The done. whole yada, yada, yeah. yada, yada. Being mindful and spirituality, you still got to make a buck. So. Yeah. And I appreciate that. So. I want you to tell people about your experience going to see a medium and your experience uh... with everything. I've seen a medium a few times. Okay, well, the one I watched on your YouTube channel. Okay, so Blair Roberts. I mean, you can tell whatever story oh, you want, girl, girl. I have seen some shit. <laughs> um, so, yeah, what, I, I might have seen Teresa Capito like four times. <laughs> like four times? <laughs> like four. Only four. Um, what is that? I've never been. At the, so, I, well, that's a fucking lie. I went to Psychic <laughs> Expo. <laughs> I've been to the Psychic Expo, oh, so it's like a fucking ro- it's a room full of people, right? Yeah, so yeah. I feel like it might be different, yeah. but I have gone twice. I don't know if that counts. Yeah, but yeah, no, it totally is. Uh, I took out my aura red at one of those too. It was okay. the best thing to put your hand on a thing, and it, yeah. I don't know how it works, but it works. Uh, it's real. Um, anyways, so yeah, I've seen Teresa Caputo four times. I've seen Colette Baron Reed once, Blair Robertson once. I saw a per- like a medium, like just a, had a one on one reading once. Yep. When you go see like a medium in um, like an event space, it's kind of you. Uh, sit in an audience with like 200 plus other people depending on where it's at and they kind of rapid fire so they, at first they explain like what their gift is and how it works mm-hmm. and then from there they just like whatever when it, whatever comes through they pick they up pick on up it. on it so it's like I'm picking up on a male soul who 
and they would go for like details who wore overalls and you know had red hair and i don't know someone over here i feel like that's where he's pointing to mm-hmm. and is this you no it's he's telling me it's not you is it you did you have okay i'm talking to you now so is this it's a male figure it's like a grandfather father figure what is this person to you like you know and then they'll establish the connection and then yeah. they'll like tell the message that they're trying to get through Wow. Okay. And then it's like, okay, good. All right. On to the next one. And yeah. then the next spirit or whatever, yeah. it might take time in between or whatever. Yeah. And then messages and whatnot. And I believe in all that stuff. Have so. you always believed, like, have you always been like, mm-hmm. there was no skepticism Mm-mm. for you at all? No. I always no. have, like, I've done, I've done, I've gone to Psychic Expo for okay. the past three years. Yeah. I have an invested interest yeah. in, you know, the chakras. And oh, I've sames. done Reiki. Sames. Um, I consider myself an open-minded skeptic okay my, like my uh intuitive natural reaction mm-hmm. is to be skeptical okay fair. that's my natural reaction but in my experiences have consecutively made me more open-minded mm-hmm. each time I'm, yeah and it's i'm like internally internally i just want like i do want to but i don't know why i can't get past like, this slight little, like, layer of, like, skepticism. Well, I think it's good to have a layer of skepticism because, like, <laughs> well, sometimes actually. I do, too, because sometimes I'll walk up to a table, say, the Psychic Expo or, like, whatever yeah. feeling I get from something, and I'm just, like, this doesn't vibe well with me, and yeah. I don't really know if you know what you're talking about or you're just playing bullshit because you're trying to get some money out of yeah. the people here. Do you know what, what I'm saying? Mean, like, so, everyone, like, I'm, I'm still, like, Yeah, because it's a bit, it's turned into a business now, yeah. right? So, yeah. like, part of me is, like, yeah, there's, a, you know, a thousand... Uh, you know what's another like there's a thousand yeah. photographers yeah but like some of them didn't go to school or don't have a good camera and yeah. don't really know what the fuck they're doing yeah. but they're still making money yeah so yeah. like i feel like part of me is like i wonder how like mm-hmm. it, it is it's all about like that feeling and yeah. i've been in like rooms in like conferences where i'm like i don't this this seems like super hokey <laughs> and <laughs> this doesn't make sense to me and i feel really weird but then i've been in places where i like i'm crying mm-hmm Mm-hmm. So I, I like, I have mm-hmm. that like internal battle of yeah. figuring yeah. it out. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's kind of crazy. It's, it's just hard. Cause I understand that. Yeah. I just, I feel like even from a young age when I'd watch like scary stories yeah. about like ghosts and stuff like that, I'm like, that's fucking real. And no one could, well, I was five. I wasn't swearing, but <laughs> you know, like that's that real and no one can tell me otherwise, you know, and whatever. And you know, you, you, yeah, you watch those like real story haunted house stuff, and I'm just like, I believe that shit. So like from a very young age, I was like, ghosts are real, yeah, spirits are real, and you can't tell me otherwise, especially if you like grew up any kind of religiousness, because mm. all they talk about is like yeah, spirits. spirits, yeah. Okay, so like they're I there. Like you can't tell me otherwise. I've never seen like I don't watch scary movies. I've no, always me always been nightmares sca- scared of all of that stuff. So I wonder if that's why, because mm. I have like a like I'm scared of it. Oh like, yeah, it, like freaks me out. Maybe. Oh yeah, I will not. <gasps> Yeah, it might. Oh, it might be. Like I have some like because I feel there's some bad juju I have some, stuff out yeah, there. Yeah, I really some bad like dynamite yeah. about this, and I just don't know, and yeah. I just haven't uncovered it yet. Yeah, maybe it was a past life thing. You never know. Ooh, I read this thing recently about okay. like birthmarks and like how they are like a scar of your past life. <gasps> and it, well, there's, I mean, that's cool. If it is, I don't okay, know. But, really but cool I read thought, this article though. about like <laughs> if you have a birthmark, what it might mean. And I have yeah. this math. I have a massive <laughs> birthmark on my back. It's it's white. It's very like almost translucent. Okay. But it's in the shape of like a country. It looks like it's in the shape of a, whatever fucking country it would be. And I'm like, I wonder if that's where I died in my past life. And I like want to know. And I want to be like, can someone look at this? See area. Can anyone? Think? <laughs> <laughs> or, whatever. or like, did I get stabbed there? I don't know. I have I all these my like. My brother has a birthmark Ooh. and it's in his hair and it's, it, it's he has a patch of white hair. <gasps> yeah. Well, see now. So it's, it's like what you have, me... but like oh, in his, in his head. Line. 
Yeah. See, then I just like I got I just read yeah. that recently on That's some, cool. know, some Facebook article, yeah. and then I started researching. I was like, this is really interesting. Yeah, this stuff is really interesting. <gasps> I just want to know that shit. I just want to yeah. know. And that's why I became obsessed with it because it was just like, okay, he's gone. What's next? Yeah. I need to know. Yeah. Like, where did he go? Like, yeah, that's it's just that. Yeah. yeah where are you at things. now with like that experience? Which what experience? What like where where do you believe? Do you have like a, a foundation oh. of what? Where do you think people go after they pass? Oh, I believe there's a, for sure a heaven. Okay. Some I don't believe that there's a hell. Okay. Because I feel like we kind of are in hell right now. <laughs> like in yes, we have good moments. I'm not saying life is shit. Um, but I feel like the human experience. Like you're like okay, so in my mind, we are spiritual beings trapped in human bodies, having human experiences. Got it. So, you know, can you imagine being this like spirit that is not was never contained in a vessel that, you know, just came from this like beautiful place, and now all of a sudden we're trapped in a body that can be hurt and killed, and, you know, whatever. I just you know. No, that's so interesting to think about. Like if you think about it that way, it's just like this might be kind of hell, and we just don't realize it. You know. I don't know. Oh. Like, you know how some people think that, like, we, we are just, like, this, um... That kind of put, like, a like a f- lump in my throat. Right? Could you imagine? But do you know how people think, um, like, we are just, like, a like a module? Like, we are, like, this, like, oh, technical experiment yes. thing? Like, yes. it's kind of like, if you're playing along with that line, kind of the same thing. Like, okay. could you imagine this now? Like, um, I still believe, I believe he is a spirit. Yeah. I believe he's out there watching. I believe I get signs from him. I believe other people get signs from him. I believe he's out there and he's just like this wonderful little loving little spirit Aww. that's just like floating around always, yeah. you know, so I, uh... and just wants the best for me and his family and his friends and yeah, it's just there over, you know, looking over everybody. Looking over everyone. Mm-hmm. I have like my first... I think this also helped me in my whole, my own spirituality. Mm-hmm. I had interviewed my own grandmother before mm-hmm. she had passed, like, maybe five years. I had interviewed her five years ago. She passed this past year. Mm-hmm. And I was looking back on all the footage and cutting mm-hmm. it together to show the family. And she ended up, I didn't even remember because yeah. five years ago I had, I was in no realm of, of yeah. spirituality at all. Yeah. And um, she said, she says to me in the interview, like, I'm interviewing and she says, um, you've probably never had a vision, have you? You're, you're probably too young. And I was like, excuse me, what? <laughs> I was watching this going, did she say this? I don't remember having oh this God, conversation. Yeah. And she starts talking to me about, um, she was in surgery and she had passed on the table and her wow. experience going into the afterlife and yeah. seeing her mother and then looking over at her body on the table and like this whole, ex- this whole thing. Yeah. And then when she passed that story and that like, that understanding of like afterlife gave me such comfort in knowing like yeah like fucking sucks yeah when someone passes it fucking sucks and it hurts and all of that is going to happen regardless but there was like some weird thing that i was just like you know she's like somewhere else and she's safe and if i if when hopefully i get to see her again yeah it just gave me such a layer of peace. It's, yeah, I understand that fully. I totally understand that when you just, yeah. It gives Cause you Because I feel like, like that's why I, like, really dove into that where you are, where do you go after mm-hmm. you're dead? Like, is he still around? Because I needed to know that. I needed yeah. to know that one day I would see him again. Mm-hmm. And one of the things, um, uh, yeah, that kept me going um, a lot of the times when I was in my dark, depressed black hole yeah. that, you know, I didn't want to come out of and didn't didn't see a point of coming out of, mm-hmm. um, what a lot of 
the times what kept me going was just believing in the fact that like, okay, I'm going to see him one day though. Yeah. I'm going to see him one day and I'm just going to live my life right now. And then when it's all over, I'll get to see him again. Yeah. You know, and, and at the time I had no uh, motivation to do anything with my life. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. but yeah, just that the, was a lot that of things that kept like, me going. Yeah. One more of hope. You're going to see him again. You're going to see him again. Or like, he's probably really pissed that, you know, whatever, <laughs> you know, like, you know, and I think about that sometimes. Yep. Like, I'm like, well, what do you think about this? You know, when I, ah, uh, yeah. Like, yeah, there's He's so many times it. I've thought of like, yeah. oh my God, he probably thinks I'm a fucking idiot. Like, <laughs> like, oh my God, he's probably thinking this right now. Oh my and, gosh. You know, you know, when I get signs or stuff like that, it's like, yep. okay, he's here. Yep. I'm going to be okay. Yep. You know, and then especially if I get like, in my dreams, I see him and I get, even if it's a dream or like a visitation, because I think that's a thing as well. Yep. Um, you know, that's like another like comforting thing. Yes. It's like, oh fuck. Okay. Yeah. He's okay. Yeah. And he still loves me. Yeah. And, you know, like, that <laughs> was a lot of okay. things, too. I just needed to know, like, does he still love me? Yeah. Because I still love him. Yeah. You know, and, like, there's still always going to be, like, I still do believe there's a piece of my heart that's never going to come back. Right. Like, that's, yeah. That was my first love. Yeah. That was, like, the dude I thought I was going to spend the rest of my life with, and then he got ripped away from me. Yeah. And I lost, I totally lost a bit of myself that day, and yeah. I know that'll never come back. But, yeah. It's just, uh... Yeah, it's nice knowing that one day, yeah. and nice believing in the fact that you know one day we'll there's gonna be this see each uh, other. Re- reunited and it feels so good. There's the, <laughs> there's the comedic break that we needed for yeah, that very Jesus, deep it's moment. It's getting hot in here. God damn it! <laughs> we'll take a sip of water. Yeah, it's just water mm. break. Thank you. Yeah. Tend to get a little deep here yeah. on the podcast. Yeah. You said you feel like you've lived five lives mm-hmm. within your 30 years. Yeah. What are those different five? Like how is okay. it just like so much? Well, you could probably relate to this. I feel like yes. anybody could relate to, yes. to it. But um, I feel like I've lived five lives because, okay, you know, you go through your stages of life when you're like a toddler, then a kid, then like a preteen, then yes. a teenager, then in the early 20s, then mid-20s, then late 20s, then I'm 130. Um, but who I was in my 20, like my, when I was 20 is a different person than I, who I was when I was 30. You know, mm-hmm. like what I envisioned for my life. Like if somebody told me at 16 that, oh, when you're 30, um, you would have experienced like one of the worst things anybody could experience and you're going to have this YouTube channel and um, it's going to really suck for five years, yeah. you know, or it hasn't really sucked for five years, but it's really sucked for like two and a half, almost three. Um, so I would be like, what the fuck? Because yeah. like I write that because – you know, I went to university. I thought I was going to go to school. Like, first of all, I didn't want to go to university. I wanted to, like, spend the summer backpacking through Europe after <laughs> after yep. high school. So yep. that wasn't a thing. So, like, high school was his own little, like, bubble, weird bubble <laughs> of time, you know. And yep. University, when I started going to university and doing film classes and stuff, I thought I was going to move to Toronto one day and become this, like, filmmaker. And, mm-hmm. like, I did network in Toronto and I did work on sets in Toronto. And then I realized one day, yeah, thank you. Yep. Not my life. Um, And then I had to work on, like, other things and... Um, and then I thought, who knows what I thought I was going to do with my life. And then I thought maybe then, then I put that dream aside Mm -hmm. and then picked it up one day again and thought, you know, okay, maybe I should, I owe it to myself because I have this degree. I owe it to myself to go try. Yes. And then I thought, "Mm, no. And then (laughs) I can totally relate to this story so much. Right. And then, and then I met Mike Mm -hmm. and that was an experience in and of itself. Mm -hmm. Right. And, And then he passed and that was another life. And now the time after him, when I was like in my grief coma, that's a fucking life. That feels like 
it feels like sometimes it feels like yesterday and sometimes it feels like, wow, that was like 20 years ago. Yeah. You know? And then now it's like, okay, the YouTube channel came out and I've, I've been getting messages and subscribers and, and likes and comments and stuff like that. And it's like, holy hell, I'm like helping people. What the fuck happened here? Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. And there's like a following here and like, okay. Okay. I wasn't expecting this, this when I started thing. this, but yeah. I guess I'm here now. So let's do it. Like, yeah. um, I was, just, you know, yeah, it was just something, another thing. So yeah, that's why I say when I like, feel like I've lived five lives, it was just like, yep. there's, there's been like little pockets and bubbles of like who like, okay, I'm going to be this person. And then yeah. I realized, mm, no, no. And then I'm going to be this person. Mm, no. And then I'm going to be this person. Mm, no. You know. And yeah. so now I'm like 30 and I'm like, I think I want to be this person now. <laughs> and who knows what happened. Ask me again what when happened? I'm like 31 or yes. 30, 30 and a half. Yeah. Maybe it'll be different. I don't know. <laughs> it's true. But I also yeah. think that like relates to we feel like we have to live in this like cookie cutter, you know, mm. all the stages of life that you go through that you're supposed to go through, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And then when you don't, everyone feels or not everyone, but yeah. it makes you feel like shit if you're not living up to like the societal right? standards. And I want people to know that like, fuck, mm-hmm. you don't have to do that. And like, yeah, if you want true. to, that's fucking awesome. And yeah. if you do do it. that, like if you're yeah. happy doing the fuck whatever you're doing, mm-hmm. that's all that matters. Yeah. But it's so hard. I went through like the same mm-hmm. went to film school, yeah. yada, yada, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And it is like different little versions of me along the way, yeah. and I keep changing it, and I'll probably change it yeah. twelve more fucking times, yeah. and that's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's so true. It's I get down on myself a lot because like go back to the cookie cutter thing, and you think you have to like go to university and do all these things, then you know you meet the dude, and then you marry the dude, and then you have the kids with the dude, and then you live with the dude, and you have this career, and the other dude has a career, and like whatever, or the woman, whatever. Ever seen Bill Kabowski? Uh, no. Oh, his, his like, they call him the, the dude. dude. Yeah, I do <laughs> I know that like... much. And he drinks white Russians. I do know that much. Um, Continue. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, you think all these things. And so at this stage, I'm 30. I'm still living with my parents. I, you know, I'm just went public with like, okay, I'm, I'm a photographer now. And then I also have this like internship that I just got to. And it's like, wow, at 30, I look at like other people at my age that are 30 that are married with kids or married with kids um, or or divorced with kids or, you know, living or having a career that they've already been 10 years in. And I'm like, I don't have that. And then I have to think back to the fact, okay, take a fucking breath, Katrina. Mm-hmm. When you were 25, really shitty fucking thing happened. Yeah. And that derailed you for years yeah. because you had to take that time off to process, mm-hmm. to get to where you are right now. Mm-hmm. So like, there's a lot of times where I have to take a moment for myself and just like remind myself that like, Hey, Remember that really bad thing that happened to you? Mm-hmm. Can you just like take a moment and like congratulate yourself for the fact that you are so far away from those like dark moments that you had? Yeah. That when you were in those dark moments, you could never even see how you would be as a human. Yeah, just a life five years period. Yeah. yeah, just a life period. Like, yeah. so it's a lot of those times, especially my grief too. I had a lot of cookie cutter moments in my mm-hmm. grief where I thought, okay, like Facebook is like a thing, right? So when it came out, everyone was posting on Facebook about like photos and like, you know, captioning it with different messages and stuff like that. And I was like, Oh, I was his girlfriend. Like I should probably do this right now. I should probably like post something right now. Mm. And then like, I posted a photo on Facebook of us and like wrote this like thing because I'm like, okay, I guess I should acknowledge it. I guess that's the thing I have to do right now. Mm-hmm. And that was like a thing. And then, yeah, there was just different moments in my grief where I'm like, why am I not farther along yet? Like, you know, when you feel like you, you've done some work and then something happens where you get triggered and like a grief wave hits you and you're like, what the fuck? Like, why is this still here? Yeah. Like there's a lot of times I'd get down on myself like that. And then 
I mean, they tell you all the time, like, time doesn't heal wounds. Unless right. you work with that time, nothing's mm. going to happen. So I had to keep reminding myself that, like, and also people tell me, like, this is a lifelong thing. Like, you're dealing with this for the rest of your life. Yeah. Like, this isn't just a, oh, it happened one time and it's done. Right. It's however long you were alive on this earth, that's how long this, this shit's going to be with you. Mm-hmm. And that's something I have to, like, remind myself every day. Because I know that. Like, practically, I know that. Mm-hmm. But to really understand that and, like, live that way is like really hard yeah it's really hard so it's that's another constant reminder i have to have where it's like you know oh i lost my train of thought that's okay i have a question for you yeah, can sure. i ask you a question yeah um whoa lost my train of thought i had the question and then it just disappeared yeah. Um, yeah. oh that's what i was gonna ask you <laughs> <laughs> train of <love> the station. <laughs> um, what is something looking back mm-hmm. what is some advice that you would give yourself looking back would you have done things differently mm-hmm. in your process Huh. That's a good question. Would I have done things differently? I I don't think so. Because I don't even know what I could have done differently. Mm-hmm. I probably would have told, told a lot more people to fuck off, if I'm honest. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't. Right? Mm-hmm. Too many other things happened in my mind at the time. <laughs> yeah, proc, but. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I say this in my YouTube channel too. Like, I'm inherently like an angry person. Like, my first emotion, I'm not, I don't cry. I don't get sad. I don't okay. like whatever my first emotion is. Like, something happens. I'm fucking angry as shit right okay. now. And I'm going to fucking, you know, tear this fucking place up. Because you're Italian. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can yeah. See it. The I Italian, see like, it. blood just starts yes. to rush to the surface. Yes. And it's just like, everyone's getting a fucking bad hand right now. Um, <laughs> I probably would have told more people to fuck off, if I'm honest, because, like, when I got, when somebody told me to, like, let it go and move on already, I wish I would have looked at that person and been like, get the fuck out of my house right now. Yeah. You know, with the person that sat on my bed to be like, oh, I heard it was suicide. Get the fuck out of my house right now. Like, we're no longer speaking. Like, I wish, I feel like in your grief, too, you have to set your own boundaries as well. It's, and what I mean by that is that you almost have to decide some days what is your day going to look like? And do you have the time for this or the emotional energy for it or the physical energy for it or whatever? There was a moment in my grief where I decided like I felt really awkward bringing up Mike around people after he had passed because I'm like, oh, this is making them uncomfortable. And then I thought to myself, fuck their uncomfortability. Um, I'm the one that lost them. And if I want to talk about him, I will. Yeah. And you just have to get okay, be okay with that. So there are definitely some moments in your own grief where you have to decide what's going to work for you and what's going to make things a bit easier on you. And if that means you want to talk about your person more, then you can talk about your person more. Mm -hmm. If that means that, you know, on, you know, there's one day a week where you're like, I just, I need to shut everything off and do nothing. That's like, you set your own like parameters, I feel like sometimes, and you call the shots in your own grief. Because it's your grief and it's your experience. Yeah. And yes, you can go get like help and, and research things on what to do. But like, I feel like you also have to listen to that like internal like thing in your gut yeah. that's telling you that like, okay, this is not okay now. And mm-hmm. we're going to try to fix this a little bit or mm-hmm. tell this person that we don't like how they're speaking about it mm-hmm. um, and call people out because mm, how do we learn otherwise? So I, w- I wish I probably would have told more people to fuck off yeah. or been like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Yep. <laughs> Like, shut up. Hey, you're dumb. And I yep. hate you. You know, yeah. not hate you, but you know right. what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I probably wish I would have told more people to fuck off or that they were acting inappropriately. Yes. Um, Which is fair. Because, Which is granted. Yeah. Because I think I just fluffed a lot of things off that really bothered me afterwards. And I know, uh, yeah, I feel like I just fluffed things off. Yeah. Sometimes where I, like, well, now looking back, had, I would have been like, had, like, oh, that girl's a 
know. Yeah, but you also have your energy put in other places, That's, right? It's like yeah. you're not even like you're exhausted at that yeah, point. You're not Emotionally, even like a real like, human. You're fuck, just a slug. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. You have no physical um, mental energy. So I want to talk more about like the YouTube channel mm-hmm. and like yeah. the process and what has yeah. that been like? Like, yeah. has that been a you know another you know version of you? Another um, thing that like you're helping people now. Yeah, it's now like this full circle thing. Yeah, that like. I, this is another thing my mindfulness coach helped me out about, and I just remembering right now, and I probably should have said it earlier, but I forgot about it. But, um, when I made the decision to do it, like I had talked to him about that, like a year before I did it. Okay. And I was like, this is something like I've been thinking about doing, but I'm not sure, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, when I brought it up again to him, I think it was near the end of last year, beginning of this year, something like that. And he was like, if your intuition is, uh, if your intuition is calling you to do this thing and it's always been calling you to do this thing and that thought hasn't gone away that's the universe's way of telling you that you need to do that thing and just get it done you're like oh and i like okay. i you know it's it's like kind of like a cog in a machine mm-hmm. like i always knew like i always knew like i wanted to do it but i wasn't sure i didn't maybe i was like ah, no that's a thought like i'll never get it done because i'm a crazy spaz procrastinator and whatever and it was like one of those moments when he was like if your intuition is calling you to do that then you have to go explore that now. And I was like, it's like the cog in the machine just went like it fit in line. And I was like, oh my God. Oh, you know? And Thank uh, you. yeah. So, so yeah, that was that. And he was like, even if you help one person, you know, and in my mind, I, and I said it to him, I'm like, but I don't know if I, is one person enough? Like, I'm just going to do this for one other person out there. Like, yeah, but what that's, I, I, and I, sorry to interrupt. I don't mean to interrupt, yeah. but like, it made me just think of you, you know, an hourish telling me like, yeah, you didn't have something to yeah. look at when it happened to you. Yeah. You, you're yeah. giving your past self that information that now is someone else, but yeah. like, yeah, and, uh, it is I important. Just, yeah. And I was just like, you know, like for the one person, like, cause I felt like that's a cliche thing to say. Mm. And that's, and I am, okay. I hate cliches like that. So I was just like, oh, <laughs> okay. But um, it's a process. So I, I posted it originally. Um, I like felt like I wanted to puke and uh, my arms like had no bones in them. Like that scene in Harry Potter, they just like kind of went away and they were like, <laughs> and uh, I wanted to puke again after that thought. And then I wanted to continue puking. And I just felt like when I, like I had never felt so much like in my body in one moment to, than I did like pressing that like share button on Facebook. Because I'm like, okay, fuck, it's real now. Yeah. Like, I'm accountable now because yeah. I started this thing and I have to continue with it now. Like, um, Was it more about that or was it more about being vulnerable and sharing? Or was it a combination of both? It was, It was like, I think a, co- a combination of things is I'm like, okay, I'm fucking doing it now. Yeah. But then it's like, all right, people are really going to hear. Because a part mm-hmm. of my anxiety after uh, Michael passed away was the fact that everyone knew my shit. Like I got really selected over like the people I was adding on Facebook. I, I think I went through like a purge, like almost there was a point on uh, almost every day I was deleting like three people off of Facebook. Cause I'm like, you don't get to know my life anymore. You don't get to know my life anymore. I don't know who you are anymore. Like I'm sharing some deep shit on this. Like my, my life's on display at this point. Like fuck you. You're deleted yeah. too. Like yeah. uh, I got re- really selective. So, um, Oh my god, I do this. I start talking on a tangent, and then I forget the original point of why I was even speaking. We were talking about, um, like, why you felt so like because you, mm. you were nervous about right, continuing yeah. it or being so vulnerable. just having my shit on display again because that was one of the things where I'm like I became like a private person, mm-hmm. and then doing that, everything was on display, and I'm like, people are gonna learn some shit. Yeah, people what has the experience been like? What have like what has um, been the reaction? 
the re- reaction's been like pretty great. I'm getting messages from people I don't even know. And like the first when it when I I posted the first video, like I I was really surprised at the people that were sharing it, people that like I hadn't talked to you in a very long time or seen in a very long time mm-hmm. and they're like you know, not only sharing it, but writing a little caption saying this girl's fucking strong and she's fucking brave and like whatever else. And I'm like, oh my God, people want to share this. We want to help other people. People want me to do well at this. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Like, cause I mean, when I know I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, it feels like nothing. So, and that sounds really weird because I already knew I was going to do it. So then one day I just like set up the camera and I would like, and I already been written like, I almost write like blog articles before okay. I film mm-hmm. to get my like thoughts in order. Um, and then one day just, I opened up my laptop and I opened up my camera and I just put the lights on and started filming and I'm like, okay. And then I'm editing and I'm feeling nothing. And, and then I think that's probably my body's way of not feeling everything so I can get the job done. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it's kind of crazy that like one of the messages I got on one of the shares was um, I lost my boyfriend of 11 years. Uh, we weren't married. I just came back from a um, a group like counseling session where I felt like I nothing, I couldn't relate to any of the people there. And I come home, I turn on Facebook and she had seen it from like one, a friend of mine that I shared it. Okay. And she said, I come home, I turn on Facebook. This is the first thing I see. Like this, this is the first time in the X amount of months that she had been grieving for that like I actually feel like understood by somebody and like thank you so much and you have a you have a subscriber and I was like like I couldn't like again like you just when you release it you don't know what's gonna happen right so it was just I don't know it was really fucking cool man like it's just like oh fuck and I'm getting on Instagram I'm getting messages from people about like uh thank you so much for your YouTube channel like it's helped me so much I just I recently lost my boyfriend 12 days ago or I lost my boyfriend three months ago or nine months ago or yesterday or you know and they're all people like me that are just like researching try, trying to figure out what the fuck to do now yeah. and and coming across my videos and I'm like oh this is why I wanted to do it mm-hmm. I guess yeah this is it like yeah. it's kind of uh fuck yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. It is crazy. So I haven't, like, and then I went to Europe this summer for six weeks, and I've been back, but, like, I've been reevaluating my own life, so, like, I haven't been on it, and, like, I brought my laptop to Europe with me thinking I was going to edit and still do videos, and I'm, like, LOL when I got there because, like, how? But I'm lugging around my equipment. But, yeah, so I still have, uh, you know, I've been I've been off it since, like, May. June was the last thing I posted. Yep. Um, but, but that's yeah. okay, too. I think people, uh, and this is a complete fucking side note, but, like, <laughs> all like fuck I do the same thing all my little projects Mm -hmm. it's like it's okay to take breaks from it yeah my podcast isn't fucking out every week sorry but when it is and the people that want to listen will listen yeah and the cliche is gonna come yeah if it helps one fucking person then then I've done my job yeah Yeah. and if five people or 500 people listen to it it's for me at that Mm -hmm. from it's not a business for me and I've always uh, when I started doing this I was Mm -hmm. like I just want to do this because I enjoy talking to people and I want to get to know people on a mm-hmm. deeper level than you know some emojis in a snapchat video yeah and <laughs> fair this yeah. is just an opportunity for yeah. like other people to share their stories like done yeah and it's it's way easier to do that and if i don't get around to it for a couple mm-hmm. weeks or a couple months it's fine and i like people i just i've talked to so many people about they feel obligated to like mm-hmm. once they said they've they're gonna do something now you gotta now you gotta and fucking I do, gotta it. do it and i'm like well yeah i get if you mm-hmm. want to yeah and if it makes you fucking happy yeah but if at some point it doesn't well yeah. then fuck yeah take a break yeah <laughs> <laughs> we have so much pressure yeah. coming from like every f- you know well yeah. mostly in your mind but like yeah 
there's endless pressures. Yeah. Like, just don't put it on yourself. Yeah. Because the people that want to check in and, and need it the most yeah. will continue to follow along. Yeah. No matter yeah. how long or short the process is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And like, it's another thing my mindfulness coach says is about, like, the shoulds. And I should be doing this or should be doing that or, like, whatever. And he'll stop me and be like, so you're saying should a lot here? And I'm like, oh, right. Yeah. Um, but the process has been pretty cool. And I've thought about, like, expanding it as well. But I don't. I don't know. That's okay. I just, the videos are the videos right now. Yeah. And I've like thought about reaching out like, am I at a point where I should hold a seminar? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, is that where I want to go with things? I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's just, it's nice knowing that I get these messages from people. I'm like, wow, okay, this is cool. Like yeah. I'm helping somebody it, yeah, here. And it like, means something to someone you know, else. Yeah. yeah. And I see people like I follow, like if I know they have sent me a message and because they found me through whatever way, um, following back on Instagram and it's nice seeing like their their posts or whatever some people will still post like pictures with them and their boyfriend and they'll put captions like mm-hmm. that's that's what they're posting right now that's what their life looks like looks like other people post more of their progress stuff about yep. like I got up today and did my fucking hair you know and like yep. that's I don't know it's cool because yeah. I feel like when you lose somebody the grief process is um it's like a weight Right. Like Mm -hmm. it's just and you feel like you can't get up and you can't go do normal things like and I said it in one of my YouTube videos or it's just like if you get up and all you do one day is fucking shower, girl, you've conquered it. Yeah. Like that's all that has to look like that day. Like grieving is not about I'm going to start my day doing yoga and then I'm going to fucking paint and then I'm going to see my therapist and then I'm going to, you know, hit a punchy bag. Oh, punchy bag. That was part of my process as well. Mm. I bought a punchy bag for myself because like I said, I was an angry person. Angry person. Mm -hmm. Angry person. And I remember seeing my therapist, my counselor one day and she was like, I think I just need to be told like, hey, it's okay for you to go hit something Mm because you're angry. Mm -hmm. Because I just felt like everyone was like journaling and like painting and shit. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> but I'm angry. So what yeah. do I do with that? Um, <laughs> what do I do with all yeah. this? So I do have, still have a punching bag like up in my uh, garage. I took a couple of like boxing classes and stuff. Fucking love it. Nice. Um, you know, so yeah, some days it, you know, it just looks like you showering or brushing your fucking hair even. Yeah. Or brushing your teeth. And yeah. if that's what it is, that's what it is. And oh, well, if somebody has a problem with that. That's what I mean about like setting your boundaries when you're going through the grieving process because everyone's gonna everyone has advice for you mm-hmm. everyone's gonna tell you what to do everyone's you know not everyone I shouldn't say that but there's a lot of people that are gonna give you try to give you advice and try to tell you what you do what to do and say things that they probably shouldn't and if you feel like you need to set a boundary for yourself that's what you do because that's what you do in a regular life scenario yep. right like yep. you know my boundary is I'm not going out this week and I'm staying in and I need people to respect that or whatever your boundary is like yeah, yeah. sometimes you have to do it in grief too what's like your Number one piece of advice for someone listening that has clicked on listening to this podcast or this video mm-hmm. that's going through the grieving process. Like, what would you, whether it's a piece of advice or not, what would you want to say to someone from your experience? Mm-hmm. That if you are going through something similar to what I've gone through and you've lost your significant other and you weren't married per se, because this is what I felt mm-hmm. um, a lot when I first lost Michael is that you are validated. Your relationship was real and that was a real thing that you lost. And just because there wasn't a ring on your finger doesn't mean that's any less real. And that doesn't mean that you are less than anybody else who lost a husband or wife, that you are real, your feelings are real and I validate you and you can, you are allowed to feel what you are feeling and 
don't let anybody make you feel like you shouldn't be feeling the way you're feeling because that's fucked up. I want to wind down to our last, like, final five questions if we get to them because sometimes we don't. Okay. Okay. <laughs> LOL buzzword. What are you most grateful for? And I'm going to ask you because I'm going to ask you. I was like, maybe I'm not going to ask her. And then I was like, no, I'm definitely going to no, ask no. you now because yeah. I'm going to make you do yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. If you're cringing asking me, it's mean you probably should. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Those things we should do. Yeah. Uh, what am I grateful for? Um, honestly, I'm grateful for my fucking family and friends and my circle of peeps because if I didn't have them when I was going through the grieving process initially, I would not be here today. Mm -hmm. That is a for fucking for sure fact. That is, if I, they, like I live at home with my parents. I can only imagine what it looks like to look at your daughter who is going through this. Mm -hmm. I can only imagine what it was like for them to watch my video on my suicidal thoughts. You know, I can only imagine. And I'm so grateful for the fact that I was still living at home and I could take time off from work and whatever else to like help heal myself. Mm -hmm. And if I didn't have those people that were just showing up just to hang out mm -hmm. or make sure I ate that day or whatever else, you know, I wouldn't be here. Yeah. But I have to analyze your body language because mm -hmm. the question, when I asked you about what you were grateful for. Oh, I'm for, all crossed This up. is the first time in the fucking interview. Everything else has been this. Yeah. The first time I asked you what you were grateful for, you're like crossed off. Yeah. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. 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 You could be grateful, man. <laughs> you could be okay thankful. to have emotions, you fucking dragon lady. Jesus. I know. I know. It's just like, it's like I said, the whole great. It is. It's, I know. Here's the whole thing about gratefulness. It's really great. Mm-hmm. I know it works for people. Mm -hmm. I know there's scientific science behind it. Mm -hmm. um, I just, when I hear gratefulness, being grateful for gratitude, I'm I'm better with it now. Mm -hmm. I know my body just went, <laughs> um, I'm better with it now, but it just, um, it, for, in my mind, it, it attaches itself with, th with this idea that everything is love and light. And mm -hmm. I feel like there's a lot of wellness people out there that just preach the love. That's why I love yes. your Instagram yep. accounts because you talk about the bad with the good. Yep. And there's life's about balance. Yep. And life's not all about love and light because mm -hmm. if it was, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have my YouTube channel. There'd yeah. be no reason for my YouTube channel right. if everything was fucking love, if, love and light. Yeah, exactly. Life, life is about balance. There's, there's death. There's life. There's happy. There's sad. There's good with bad. Yep. And so when I hear grateful, it's the like gratefulness. With that. It's, yeah. it's with that. that. And the people that only preach the good, mm -hmm. you're really doing a disservice for everybody else, in my opinion. Hundred like, percent. Because you make f people that feel like shit left out. And guess what? Everyone feels like yeah. shit. Yeah. There's no way you surprise. Should be surprise. Yeah. Uh, surprise. <laughs> uh, why am I being excluded for having feelings? Yep. I'm a fucking human. <laughs> Sorry, the audio peaked again, but. <laughs> It's funny, just recently yeah. in my <laughs> writing in my gratitude journal, nah. um, but I started writing things that I don't have. Like, I'm grateful for the things that I mm. don't have yet, and I'm grateful for the things that I didn't get. Like, yeah. I'm starting and kind of with that mindset of being yeah. like, it's not all fucking, like, hunky-dory all the time. Sunshine and rainbows and unicorns. Yeah. You know okay. what? I, you know, and it kind of maybe takes, like, some perspective to come with that, but 
yeah, I'm fucking grateful mm-hmm. that I felt like shit two weeks ago and mm-hmm. ate three muffins. Yeah. You know why? Because yeah. it made me go, oh, I need to stop doing that. I don't feel good. And, yeah. you know, now I know that I shouldn't eat yeah. three muffins. Yeah. You know, that's such, like, a simplified... Well, simplified version, <laughs> but, like, whatever. Answer, if that's what your self-care looked like that day, that's what your self-care looked like that day as well. So, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. One muffin makes my stomach yeah. just hurt. Yeah. So, yeah. three muffins could yeah. be a lot. Yeah. But, nonetheless, it is. It's super fucking important. That's the whole mm-hmm. point of lemon soul. Like... Yeah everything like life is gonna be mm-hmm. fucking sour that's mm-hmm. the whole fucking point i've said this every podcast so we're not even gonna go into it <laughs> you guys all know what lemon soul is by this point if you don't well look at me Instagram. welcome <laughs> <laughs> what activity makes you lose track of time uh talking um <laughs> life life uh, <laughs> I, I went to go visit a friend recently and i hadn't seen her since before i got back before i left uh for europe and went there at three and I had to leave by like six and it was like 630 and I was like oh fuck like, was it you know, Caitlin because the two of you talking LOL. together oh my god longest storytelling not- session of my <laughs> life probably oh my god I couldn't even imagine that's hilarious no it was it was not Caitlin it was, it was my friend you, Vanessa Caitlin? but it just I don't know like we just sat at our kitchen table and yep. just like gabbed like um that uh editing yep uh holla, holla. um I don't know I just feel like like time is a is an illusion, and that might be another woo woo thing. But like, if you don't believe time's an illusion, then like, you know, say like, oh wow, the, today flew by fast. Yeah, that's because time's a fucking illusion, bro. <laughs> like, love you it. know, <laughs> yeah, I, love it. Um, I don't know. So I feel like time works differently from for me. I feel like a simple task would take somebody ten minutes, takes me like three hours. So every everything just like and then something really hard probably doesn't take you as long. Yeah, yeah. Or like you can shut. I went like Katrina. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna like just do your laundry today, and then I'm doing my laundry before I know it. I'm cleaning up my closet. I'm uh, mm-hmm. reorganizing my closet. Mm-hmm. I'm recycling in my room. I'm dusting. I'm taking like a paper towel to like the windowsill, getting the dirt out of it. Like I just, I find work for myself. Yes. So a simple task. It takes me three hours. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, what have you read online recently that inspires you or has inspired you? Mm. So obviously we have the federal election coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you share the thing from McLean's, yes. McLean's about like where each party stands mm-hmm. and like part of me with my YouTube channel and doing videos part of me wants to be like should we be doing a video on the federal election this year this is a pretty like mm. big one we have some people that want to be in power that probably shouldn't be in power what? and people that are, are in power right now that it might be not the greatest choice but it's better than the other guy over there and like should we be more vocal about this right now yeah. because I feel like living in Windsor we're so attached to Detroit things yes um, and, what's, and what's happening politically in the states that we forget about our own mm-hmm. um, electoral process our own government processes and stuff like that and not to say that I know everything at one yeah. point I was going to be a poli sci minor um, but fun fact all you need to do to be a minor is take only six courses in one thing yes and um, that's scary to me yeah, LOL, I wanted to minor in philosophy. Actually registered it online. I went to one class and then dropped it and then unregistered yeah. to minor from philosophy because, yeah. like, that was hard. Yeah, yeah, like, no way. <laughs> I think I had, like, four classes in. I only had to do two more, and I was like, yeah. I don't want to have to write another 35-page paper. Um. Anyways, though, so I think what's inspired me recently is just, like, seeing people post about the federal election, mm-hmm. but, like, seeing the lack of those posts as well, and I just want to know more. Because that's great what's happening. Not, it's not this great, but it's like I see, we see so much more of what's happening in the States in here. Yeah, 100%. So I, that's probably not as more of a spiritual thing, but yeah. Just a side note. Just a side note. Be inspired. Everyone yeah. should go vote, you know, just FYI. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, <laughs> yeah. final go question. Vote. Yeah. If I've never asked this question on the podcast, and oh. it's fun. And you're, like, so charismatic, and, like, I oh just, gosh. I'm so excited. Okay. Oh gosh, if you could take a single, f- oh. All right. If you could take a single photograph uh-huh. of your life, what would it look like? 
complete fucking mess, Sierra. <laughs> <laughs> Composition out the fucking window. <laughs> you know, good exposure. Nope. There's dark spots. There's shadows. There's lights. Um, what would it look like? So are you saying in a sense of like... It's whatever you want to take it as. It's this emoji. Just the, I don't know, emoji. It's... It's the this. This is an audio recording. Yeah. It's, it's this. It's Sorry, this. podcasters. Um, it, it would look like a complete mess, I feel like. I feel like there'd be blurry spots. There'd be spots in focus. Yeah, there'd be harsh shadows and harsh, harsh lights. There would be... Um, there would... I feel like on the edge of the frame, you'd see people only half in the photo, like representing the people that like <laughs> I had to let go of in my life. Mm-hmm. There'd be people like stark in photo and in, in focus because those are the people that would um, be super important to me. It'd probably be like in some like Italian Riviera area. Um, <laughs> dreams this. and hopes. Um, it, yeah, I would have uh, eight different arms symbolizing the amount of things I want to get done in a day, but just don't. Um, I don't know. Can someone draw this for Nenny yeah. and post it on Instagram, please? Because I'd be so happy. I don't know. It I should start asking like... this all the time and have people yeah. sketch them. Yeah, <laughs> that would be Do amazing. Do we have any artist friends that <laughs> oh my just God. you know could just put this together? I photograph every life. What would it look like? Yeah, it would look like a complete fucking mess. And whatever I would think of it right now, it would be different in like a year. New version. Yeah. New version. Yeah. New version. All right, last but not least, mm-hmm. tell people where they can find – or do we cover everything, first of um, all? Is there anything you want to talk about that we didn't talk about? I feel like, yeah, I feel like we've, we've went on, like, a, so many tangents during this and yeah, but that's what probably lost about. a lot of people just because it's, <laughs> we talked about some spirituality things. Oh, yeah. Um, if um, somebody watches learn more about grief, I don't even know if I've helped you, but um, – I'm here sitting talking to you, and I can say yes, okay. so. Okay. Um, but if, if you feel like you need more uh, and you want to visit my YouTube channel – it's uh, Ninny's Thoughts. So YouTube.com slash N-I-N-N-I-S Thoughts. Anyways, yeah. So if you feel like you wanted to learn more about grief stuff, um, I will be doing more videos specifically on the topic of dating because I've mm-hmm. had a few people ask me about that. Like, what happens now? And I'm like, who? What's next? What's next? Yeah. And I would say to that, another piece of advice is that you're going to believe that the universe hates you and just wants to shit on you after you go through this and you're going to meet people in the future that might seem like really great ideas and you'll probably discount yourself and discount your worth to make them happy and just think about if the person that you lost that you loved could see you dating this person would they really approve of that would they really think that they're treating you like you should be treated because you're really going to believe that the universe hates you and that it just wants to shit on you. But I promise you, you deserve better and you will find that one day. And it's really hard to let go of people when you've already lost somebody in a really traumatic way. But keep moving forward because you do deserve to find happiness one day. You just do. Period. If I'm being honest, I am just like really impressed and in awe of Nini. To know that the things that she has gone through and to see what she is doing with that and how she's using her pain to help other people is fucking awesome. And it's a really beautiful thing to come full circle and use it in that way. I hope that you got something from this episode. Actually, fuck that. I know you have. Um, 
Nini is a fucking powerhouse, and if you need more information, please go follow her YouTube channel. She is not only full of information and advice, but she's entertaining as fuck as I'm sure you have figured out by now. So please do yourself a favor and go check her out. <laughs>